for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Brooke Hadela. How's it going today, Brooke? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to chat with you. I know we've been talking a little bit over Instagram and whatnot and just trying to find that right time to get you in. And I think right now is the best time. You just released a new single a couple of weeks ago and yes. you know, really excited to dive in and learn more about you. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. So uh, you're currently based out of Nashville, but you're originally from North Carolina, correct? Yes. So I've been in Nashville for four and a half years now. Um, recently graduated from Belmont, but I'm originally from Raleigh, North Carolina. Awesome. And what was the, what was it like growing up in Raleigh? Like I know I it's a little it. bit bigger city, but yeah. Yeah. Raleigh's great. It honestly reminds me a lot of Nashville. Um, there's a great little music scene over in Raleigh. So mm. I was really immersed in that living there. Um, I would perform at different events and venues there every weekend but I really do love Raleigh so much. Yeah. And then, so then you decided to come to Nashville for school and, uh, yes. At, at what point did, uh, I'm assuming you were playing music. Well, you just kind of alluded that you were playing music when you were in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. How does that kind of make its entrance into your life? Who introduces you to music and. Yeah. So everyone asks like, are your parents musical? Um, no, I didn't get it from them. But my older brother, he's a few years older than me. Um, we were super close growing up, so I would do everything he did. So he took guitar lessons at a young age. And of course, as his younger sibling, I followed in his footsteps. Um, and then I was like, well, I want to learn guitar too. So I kind of took lessons, not thinking much of it, and fell in love with music. Um, started playing guitar at eight years old, actually, um, as early as eight. And then by the time I was 10, I was getting more comfortable playing guitar so I could actually sing to it then. Yeah. And then from there, started writing songs. And then at age 11, I had my first like one hour gig in Raleigh. So oh, wow. nice. Yeah. Uh, did, so did you always know you could sing or did that just kind of develop as you were learning how to play the guitar? Honestly, I got a karaoke machine when I was like seven years old from my parents. And I just like sang on it, have fun, didn't think much of it. But once I started singing to my guitar, I was like, okay, this isn't terrible. <laughs> and I'd spend hours in my room practicing, um, but I fell in love with it. And I knew at a young age, for sure, that music was my thing. And that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you're picking up an hour gig at, yes. would you say age 11? Oh gosh, yes. It's embarrassing too. I have like pictures of me. My guitar is like swallowing me. It's huge. And I'm just like on stage. It's hilarious. But yeah, right. I started very young. Hey. You you had a vision, you got there. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> so, what? Like, I, I'm sure you don't remember a whole bunch, but what do you, what do you remember about that show? What was kind of running through your mind? Um, I remember definitely being very nervous because that was like my first show, so that was like a big deal for me. But I remember just loving it. Like once I got into it and started singing, I felt really comfortable. And you know, I had a lot of family and friends come out to support me, so that was fun. Um, but it was kind of like 
a moment where I was like, I love this. Like, mm -hmm. I can't really picture myself doing anything else. And I feel like when I'm super excited about something and believe in it, I'll go for it. So I feel like playing that gig put me in a spot to be like, all right, I'm going to work hard at this every day mm -hmm. and make this dream a reality. For sure. And so from that show kind of moving forward, it was just like gas to the fire and you were just going for it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Oh, uh, and so that that's age 11 and you said you started, or that's, when did you say you started playing or uh, writing your own music? I started writing my own music around 11 years old, oh. 11, 12 years old, obviously, you know, still very young, not many mm. experiences. So those songs were interesting, but it was a <laughs> good start. <laughs> so you don't, I'm guessing you don't still play any of those songs. <laughs> No, no, those, those were in the past. Um, they'll stay in the past, but they, Fair. I'll always cherish them. You know, Fair. they were great. I've always said that musicians that started writing young and look at that stuff, it'd be really interesting to like go back and revisit those songs and, you know, just, uh, whether you rework them or whatever, just kind of revisiting those old songs is, would be really interesting. You're right. I mean, I think so too, because I think there's something so like real about mm -hmm. those old songs. And I just had a different perspective back then. So it is kind of cool to go back and play off of what I've already have. Um, I, I'm not opposed to that. I honestly think sometimes going back to your older songs is mm -hmm. it's a good idea because there's always something special in there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so let's jump to your um, newest single that released a couple of week, weeks ago, uh, yeah. Single Girls. Uh, what's the story behind this song? Yeah, so this was a super fun write. I wrote it with Alex Pennington and Ed O'Donnell. Um, so we kind of came into the write, like all in a happy mood. And we were like, let's write a fun song. So, cause I'm a sucker for like those slow songs. I tend to write those, but I walked in to this write, like I'm ready to write a fun summer banger kind of song. Hmm. So walked in there and, um, had this idea of like, kind of a Shania Twain, man, I feel like a woman kind of yeah. vibe, like a fun girl anthem. So um, we were just talking and I was like, single girls was the hook. And I had just come back from a trip with some girlfriends to Austin, Texas. And I was just like pulling ideas from that trip. And that's how we got the song started. But I just think it's super fun, carefree song for all the girls. Yeah, it's funny you brought up the Shania Twain like the influence from Shania Twain. Yeah. And I was like, as I was listening to the song, I was just sitting there. I was like, I, I can't quite put what this reminds me of. Yeah. And then the second you said Shania Twain, I'm like, yep, that's it. That's it. Yeah, exactly. So, so that, that's quite interesting. That's quite funny that that's kind of how it worked out. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been? Uh, how long has this song kind of been the been in the process? Is it a couple weeks, a yeah. couple months? So this song's actually been like five months in the process. Mm. We wrote it about five months ago. Mm. And then, you know, the whole process between production, yeah. the image for the release schedule, um, the cover photo. So actually the cover photo too, that's a story. Um, it's a, you know, picture of a convertible, girls mm -hmm. from behind, hands out the window. Just kind of like a free vibe feeling. Um, originally I did two prior photo shoots with some girlfriends mm -hmm. kind of to capture that single girls like about to go out kind of feel and they just didn't seem to come out right so I went to good old AI and generated that photo 
and I had um, one of my good friends who does cover art designs kind of put my name in the title to it and edit the picture. But it is crazy. That is like my first cover that's like AI generated. Nice. Um, but I thought it was cool. It was something different and it worked. Yeah, because I was sitting there, I was looking at the cover art photo and I was like, yeah, I, I didn't know it was AI because AI is getting so good right now that it's oh, really hard to tell. But I was sitting there, I was like, that wasn't shot in Nashville. I don't see, like there's <laughs> mountains around Nashville, yeah. but that just doesn't look like Nashville mountains and stuff. No, so. and it, it honestly, it worked out great because it looked like it could be me, the mm -hmm. blonde hair girl. So I was like, it honestly worked out fine. No one really knew it was AI generated. Um, but yeah, it all worked out. Yeah, for sure. AI, AI is doing some interesting stuff now and it's making yeah. things very interesting. Um, it is. But so single girls, uh, it's it's out now. Is this ultimately leading to another like a bigger project, or do you kind of see yourself uh, single or uh, doing singles for a while? So I'm gonna be releasing. I just went to Castle Studios um, a few weeks ago and cut five songs. So there's five singles to come, um, but potentially putting all these songs onto an album. So I'm excited for what's to come. I'm really excited about the vibe of these new songs that I've got coming out. Awesome. Awesome. Is it, is this like a, are you trying anything different with this group of songs or is it, are you, have you kind of like refined your sound? I feel like single girls is a good introduction to mm -hmm. this new sound. It's not too different from what I'm doing, but I've got a raspy voice for a female. So I'm trying to touch into that rock genre a little more. Um, so I think these next songs are, super cool very different mm -hmm. than what anyone's doing right now what any females putting out um so i'm really excited about it for sure i think we need that in the music industry are those people that yeah. aren't afraid to step outside of the uh uh the box for sure so uh so going into the summer obviously you got more project or more releases on the way what's your show schedule looking like what's uh what's your plans heading into the summer yeah so i'm actually leaving nashville for half a month i'm going to be in europe but when i come back the day i get back is july 3rd and i'm going to be playing a song suffragette show that night mm -hmm. um so i'm excited to kick off fourth of july weekend in nashville so that'll be fun doing that and then I've just got a lot of different rounds planned for the summer just nice. trying to get out play my new music meet new people so I'm very excited Nashville's fun in the summer for sure awesome I, I'm planning on being there in during the summer at some point like it's been over three years since I've been there so it's just like it's time yeah I gotta make yes. that trip so <laughs> um so you're going to Europe oh are you where in Europe are you headed so I'm actually headed, as I mentioned earlier, my brother plays guitar, so he's in a band and they're really awesome. They're doing a mini tour in Europe. Oh, so nice. I'm catching like the last leg of their tour. So I'm meeting them in Interlaken, Switzerland, mm -hmm. and then headed to Paris for a few days after that. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of American bands ever since like the pandemic wrap. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of American bands that are going over to Europe and Asia and all that stuff. And they're it's just- smart. Yeah, they're over there killing it right now. So, yeah, it's. I feel like sometimes it's better to like go outside of where you live and touch another market. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like people almost appreciate your music more, and it's something new and exciting. So, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, uh, before we wrap this up, one thing I want to do here is I have a fun little game 
and I'm going to just, I got a random question generator and I'm going to ask you one random <laughs> oh, question for a fun little game that we like to call that's so random. Okay. So if you are ready. Yeah, I think <laughs> depends on the questions. <laughs> What's something you buy from the grocery store, but rarely ever finish. You know, eggs, I usually get a full carton of eggs mm -hmm. and I end up having like four or five of them before they go bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I feel bad. I'm like, why don't I just get six, like right. half a carton, but I always get the, the full one. Cause I'm like, Oh no, I'll eat it. And I never yeah. do. That's how I am with cereal. Like I'll get into a mood yeah. where it's like, I really want cereal. And so I'll get myself like a big family size box and then like half of it <laughs> just goes to it. waste. Yeah. So yeah. I, I understand that pain completely. Well, that was our fun little, that's so random. Nice. So, um, for anybody that wants to check out your social media, any of your upcoming shows, music, any of that fun stuff, uh, where's the best place to find you? Um, Instagram is honestly what I probably use the most. So you can find me at Brooke Hadawa. Brooke is B-R-O-O-K-E. Hadawa is H-A-T-A-L-A. Um, and then I've got a YouTube my website's brookcatala.com, and that's where you can catch my upcoming shows. Awesome, awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, before we wrap this up, what's one piece of advice you have for the young musicians out there? My piece of advice would be if you believe in something, despite what other people in the industry, whether that's a producer, publisher, or even anyone you're surrounded with, if you believe in something, I say go for it. Um, I think it can be really easy because you get a lot of different opinions and advice mm. from so many people in the industry, which is great. And you want to listen to it and take it. But at the same time, if it's a project or a song that you're super excited about and you believe in it with all your heart, I think you should go for it and put all you can into it. Yep. A hundred percent agreed. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been an absolute blast chatting with you.